0: With the 49ers web zone, this is the No Huddle Podcast with Al, Zane, and Brian.
1: Last part of the show is sort of big picture now where they are. Yeah. So right now in the NFC, I think we kind of thought, or at least I I definitely kind of thought, listen, nine wins is going to get you in, right? The NFC stinks. Nine will get you in. I was looking at it earlier. I'm not so sure anymore. I want to go through this with you and I'll, mm-hmm. I'll read. Okay. So I'm going to read you all I'll, everybody's record as of, as of right now. And then sort of some teams, what they have coming up. And I think you might a little, you might kind of be like, Oh shit. Like maybe, yeah. maybe this Rams game is a, little, is a little bigger than we thought. So Philly's six and O giants right. are six and one Minnesota's five and one Dallas five and two Seattle four and three Rams three and three. And then the three and four teams are Tampa Bay, San Francisco, Atlanta, Green Bay, Washington, and Arizona. And the teams that are below that, I don't think matter. They're not going to be in the playoff. Sure. You know, your, your bears and your Panthers or lions not yeah. happening. Phillies in, I mean, I think one way or another, we would say Phillies in the playoffs, right?
0: Yeah. Cause their schedule is uh, absolute cakewalk.
1: Okay. Now the rest of the NFC East is where I get worried. Cause people look at the giants and I think you're going to say the giants are six and one, but what's happening with the giants is again, you have a coach who's, getting the most out of his talent who's overachieving and he's just finding ways every week to kind of put up 20 points and win games it's actually pretty amazing to watch i hate the giants i hate them always hated the giants but it's kind of cool to see what they're doing and you say well they're six and one they could end up six and eleven or whatever i looked at their schedule they play houston detroit and washington twice still that's nine that's probably nine wins just just there so they're probably at this point at six and one, they're probably going to get to 10 wins. You would think they're going to get to, they're going to go at four and six the rest of the way at, at worst. Right.
0: At worst. Yeah.
1: So let's say they get 10 wins. All right. So you have Philly's getting 10 and I'm going to say Philly's going to win the division. Giants are getting 10. That's one wild card. Dallas is five and two. Dallas is a really good defense. I would find it hard to believe that Dallas doesn't at least get nine. I, I would yeah. give them 10 and tell me if you think I'm crazy at any point here, but. So you have two wild card teams right now and the Philly won in the division. So you have one wild card team left essentially after all that. So assume yeah. Tampa Bay is going to accidentally win their division this year because somebody's got to <laughs> win the South the way that's yeah. going. So Tampa both, Bay gets in. On,
0: on both sides, AFC and NFC. Yes. The South so, divisions are hot garbage.
1: Awful, awful. South, yeah. South are terrible in both. Um, the way that the Packers look, I'm going to say the Vikings are going to win the North man the five and yeah. one. i don't have any faith in the vikings but okay so that's that's another playoff team so now somebody's going to win the nfc west okay whether it's yeah actually any of them could right now i mean i don't have any faith in sure. the cardinals but one of these teams are going is going to win the nfc west then you have the packers lurking at 3 and 4 and the packers are playing the bills next week the packers are going to be 3 and 5 yeah can the packers get to 9 or 10 wins maybe we'll see but what you're going to have is, so you have Tampa Bay winning the South. I think the Vikings winning the North Philly winning the East and then the Giants and the Dallas getting in. So then you have the winner of the NFC West and one other playoff spot that mm-hmm. you have the Packers going for. And those three teams in the NFC West, I think mm-hmm. it's not that easy. Niners need to win the division. Yeah. I think.
0: Yeah. yeah. So
1: they can realistically, where I thought nine and eight would get them in easy. They could be at nine and eight on the outside looking in. And if that happens with this roster, Kyle is firmly on the hot seat next year to me firmly on the hot seat. He wasn't get yes. next, to next year. He's gone. Yeah. That's, that's kind of where I am with it right now, but doesn't that scare you a little bit when you, when you kind of hear that
0: for sure. And here's the thing, like here's where I don't understand the NFL, right? They, they cut down, they add an extra game to the, to the schedule. Preseason becomes three, three games. We talked about this uh, a handful of weeks ago about the the suppression of offense, offense being down across the league for the most part. And we talked about this idea that a lot of teams really kind of are starting to treat the first quarter of the season now as the preseason to, to work out the kinks, iron out the kinks, right? And then kind of hit the ground running for a stretch run. Well, here's the problem with that. You've got teams like the Giants who are six and one. They need to win four of their next games, likely, to make the playoffs. Yep. Isn't that crazy? Four of their next 10. Same with the Vikings are five and one. The Cowboys are five and two, right? So, great, you treated the first quarter of the season trying to iron out the kinks and you ended up at three and three or three and four. Now, And now you're in catch up mode with teams that shouldn't be able to sniff your jock when it comes to roster talent. Mm -hmm. The giants have no business, (laughs) no business being six and one or no business being in the playoffs. And yet, each week they come ready to play. They come ready to compete. And I cannot in good faith say that about the San Francisco 49ers. No, nope. because they don't, there hasn't been a week outside of that Seattle week, maybe, which was week two and a, and a, and a weird game where Trey Lance went out early and you know, lost for the season. Maybe the Rams, maybe the Rams game. You could say the Rams game. Probably. It's mm-hmm. probably the one game this season that this team has come out and been ready to play and put it on another team. Yep. One game. We're in week seven.
1: <laughs> and even the Rams game, the Rams had the ball driving at the end of the game down one score. True. And then Hufunga makes the interception. They let the Rams hang around. Yeah, they tried to let the Panthers hang around till Mosley had. The, you know, the defense has kind of made plays to, you know, separate them. Other than the Seattle game, which was the one game they kind of played the whole way. But look, when you lose to the Bears, I know Atlanta is a scrappy team, but the talent level between Atlanta and San Francisco is, it's not close. It's yeah, it's not it's close. A, Even with the injuries on defense, canyon. it's. it's they're still probably better than the Falcons on paper. Yeah. So when you're doing that, you are underachieving, and that's all they're doing right now. And Brian, year six, okay, the first half of the season with Kyle Shanahan, zero and eight, one and seven, eight and zero, four and four, three and five, three and four, and we'll see what happens next week. They have started even remotely quickly one season. Other than that, they have put themselves in a hole every single year every year we'll see how this season finishes out because if you if, if you don't make the playoffs with this roster to me that's a fireball offense and i don't want to hear anything because you have jimmy grapple is a starting nfl quarterback it's you're not going into the season when if this was nate sudfeld i'd be like what are, what are we gonna do what are you gonna do it's not you insulated yourself with you still had grappolo in case in case lance got hurt you don't have the excuse of of developing Lance anymore you have a guy that you've won with in the past if you can't do it with all he's got to do is throw screen passes to people for Christ's sake look at the guys that are on this team you know what I mean like it's not that it's not that hard they find ways every week to make it either harder on themselves or to just completely shoot themselves in the foot I'm sorry that falls back on the coaching staff
0: I'm sorry well and here's what arguably inadvertently possibly I said this in, our, well, in my uh, Christian McCaffrey uh, trade reaction, a uh, little 20-minute emergency pod. Kyle Shanahan has left himself with no excuses with this Christian McCaffrey trade. Mm-hmm. Great point. Great He's left point. himself with no excuses. He has made it arguably harder on himself now. And I, with with... This trade felt different than the Emmanuel Sanders trade, in that the Emmanuel Sanders trade was made when the when the team was seven and zero, and was in the driver's seat for uh, the number one seed in the NFC, and knew that they were like one playmaker or one wide receiver away from being an even more potent offense. They trade for Emmanuel Sanders. Great trade. We know what happened in 2019. This felt very much like a move made out of desperation. And that desperation wasn't we gotta we gotta win the Super Bowl now. It was my offense, I don't know how to fix it. I have no idea. This guy is available. He's pretty awesome. He he would obviously help. Let's go get him. Oh, what's it going to take? Our second and our third and our fourth round pick uh, next season, right? Which without comp picks, without comp picks, right? Which, I mean, you can count them, but comp picks, third round comp picks are glorified fourth round picks, right? Because mm-hmm. they come at the end of the third round. You just punted on the 2023 draft. Now do I care? I honestly, I don't. I Christian McCaffrey is a great talent. And what kind of, what kind of impact would a second, third and fourth rounder have on, uh, on a team with this kind of roster talent next season and the, and the way that Kyle Shanahan treats rookies, right. Right. Uh, for the most part, I don't know that they would have had the same kind of impact. They wouldn't have had the same kind of impact as Christian McCaffrey. Let's be perfectly honest. So in that regard, I don't care. I don't care that that's what they traded. But what I do care about is is a coach who is willing to make that trade because his offense is broken and he might not know how to fix it. If you are listening to this, Do yourself a favor and listen to the uh, the athletic football show with Robert Mays and Nate Tice, their episode that came out last Friday, which was a, a week seven preview in the first, I think 20 minutes, they talk about essentially why offense is down this season. And they talk about how defenses and defensive coordinators have started to uh, catch up to offenses. And specifically, they talk about what defenses are doing now to defend the what they term the Kyle Shanahan-style offenses. Where is Kyle Shanahan going to adapt now that defenses... Because here's the thing. His offenses run so predominantly in the NFL now that defensive coordinators have to they have to know how to defend it, right? There's too many teams that run it. So they, they, they had to figure out a way to stop it. And they have, right. Look at Matt LaFleur's offense in green Bay. Look at Kyle Shanahan's offense. Look at, look at Sean McGay's offense, Rams right? Like good. the, these guys that were the geniuses of this offense, their offenses suck out loud right now. All three of them do. What are they going to do to adapt? That's why Kyle Shanahan makes the kind of money that he does. Mm -hmm. You better show us something, Kyle, because you're on notice right now. You really. Yeah. And
1: the next 10 games are going to show us a lot about Kyle and where the 49ers are going to be moving forward. Because again, if they don't make the playoffs, they don't have draft picks next year. I mean, my God, what a disaster that would be. So the next 10 games, this is. Put up or shut up time for Shanahan, and we're gonna see. I'm gonna see what happens. So, and we'll be there. We're gonna, you know, we got a huge Rams game. I, th- I think it's a gigantic game for both teams. We'll be back to talk about it later in the week because I'll tell you what, man, Niners was that game. <laughs> I know they're three and five last year, but it's the same last year, so it's not. We'll see, but yeah, we're, we're gonna break that game down. We'll be back. Uh, Zane will hopefully be back from that show too. So, for Brian, guys, this is Al. Later.